0: Hey, y'all, and welcome to the Missing and Murdered in Georgia, USA True Crime Podcast. Today, I'm going to be doing a very sad case. Well, they're all sad, dealing with missing and murdered people, but um, today's case is sad because it involves a 15-year-old boy. Today, I'm going to be doing the story of Shane Friday. Shane Friday was a runaway teenager from Michigan. He was 15 years old. I don't know what the circumstances of his home life were in Michigan to make him want to run away. It could have been, you know, he came from a really awful abusive home, a broken home. Maybe he had abusive parents or one abusive parent or parents who for whatever reason weren't there for him whether own drugs or alcoholic or something like that or also could be that he just ran away on a whim deciding to go take a trip but that maybe he intended to come back you know 15 year olds can make rash decisions maybe he did didn't intend to run away forever maybe he would have contacted his parents or whoever whether i don't know if he lived with his mother and father or just a mother or just a father but i know that he ran away at the age of 15 from michigan and unfortunately like happens a lot of times when young people decide to run away so apparently they something they get involved in something bad or Something bad ends up happening to them, and in his case, Shane Friday's case, um, he was murdered. Shane Friday's body was discovered in a ditch in Dooley County, Georgia, in September of 1991. So, this is a very old case, but I'm hoping you know any type of publicity. On cold cases can help them be solved. Maybe somebody listening remembers something, saw something, or they are a person involved in something and they decide to finally come forward and tell what they know. A truck driver was getting off at an exit near Unadilla, Georgia. And he saw something in the bushes while he was getting off at the exit, and he thought it was like a pile of clothing laying on the side of the interstate ramp. However, upon closer look, he realized that it was a body. So investigators, law enforcement came, and they found the body. Um, the body of the boy had marks around his neck, so they knew that it was probably a strangulation death at that time, and they knew he was a victim of murder. They know he didn't have an accident or kill himself in that way. But law enforcement had no idea who he was, because remember, this was 1991, and social media and the internet wasn't like it is today, and so they did not know that a boy who ran away from Michigan would have ended up in the state of Georgia. They had not, they didn't have him on his their, their radar. They didn't have missing persons reports of him. He was reported as a runaway, but they had no idea that this was Shane Friday at that time. They thought it would, the body would end up being that of somebody in the middle Georgia area or somewhere some somebody from somewhere in the state of Georgia, but he turned out to be from Michigan. So it would be several months before law enforcement even knew his identity. And when this kind of stuff happens, what this does is it hinders the investigation. In other words, when they found his body, they believed that he had been dead for about eight hours approximately. So that was a new that was a new case, a fresh case that they could immediately start investigating. However because they didn't know who he was not knowing who a victim is makes cases so much harder because they didn't know where to start. You know if they would have found out who he was they would have immediately in the beginning, you know, contacted his family and friends and started from there. But unfortunately, since they didn't even know who he was, their investigation was hampered or hindered, where they didn't really find out too much info- helpful information during those months. And then months later, when they fin- fin- finally found out who he was, Obviously, they still didn't find out too much information because this case remains unsolved to this day. Um, Shane Friday was a runaway from Flint, Michigan. Investigators were able to find out, I, I assume from his family, that he was, or friends from Michigan, they found out that he was on his way to Florida to visit a friend. His mother reported him missing a day before his body was found. So I don't know exactly when he ran away, but apparently she reported him pretty soon after he did run away. Apparently his family knew that he was gonna try to go meet up with a friend in Florida. So his mother reported him missing a day before his body was found. So just one day before his body was found, his mother reported him missing and then the very next day his body was found and so that happened pretty quickly. When Shane's body was found he was wearing an MC Hammer t-shirt and when Shane Friday was murdered in 1991 he was 15 and I was around the same age as he was at that time. And I remember how popular MC Hammer was. I remember, you know, he had that song especially, uh, You Can't Touch This, and he was very popular at the time. So I can just imagine this young boy, this young American boy, and I'm sure the same for all teenagers around the world, especially in the Western world, going through some kind of teenage angst maybe, or just feeling feeling like he wanted to get away from his parents or his family or whatever or just wanted to go to Florida to party maybe maybe he just you know wanted to go enjoy the beach and the sun in Florida I don't know what caused him to run away but I know that he seemed like a typical teenage boy when his body was found he was still wearing his um, MC Hammer t-shirt, jeans but an odd thing about his body there were no shoes so he had on his t-shirt and jeans but no shoes law enforcement did not find any other clues at the scene where his body was found so nothing else no other evidence was found by the authorities apparently unless like they held something back or they never reported that they found a certain piece of evidence To help them in their investigation because law enforcement does do that however no reports of anything I have read have stated that any other evidence was found where his body was found all they had was his body and they could see the strangulation marks on his neck and apparently autopsy confirmed that he did die of strangulation So and after all this time if they did have other evidence you would think that they would maybe have released that to help in their case maybe. So I, I assume that they actually have no other evidence. So they thought his body had been in that ditch for at least eight hours and unfortunately that probably meant or could have meant that whoever murdered him was long gone because remember his body was found on the side of the interstate so Shane never made it to his destination of Florida now his body being found on the side of the interstate could mean that maybe he he hitched a ride with his killer and the killer ended up killing him or killers and then they threw his body off the side of the interstate or maybe he met up with somebody or maybe he left Michigan with somebody on his way to Florida and they ended up getting in a fight and he was murdered. Or this could have been like a predatory murder maybe because he was young. He was um, picked up as a victim on the side of the road hitchhiking or some predator somehow came in contact with him. It is my understanding when he first left Michigan he did take a bus. So apparently he did not take a bus all the way from Michigan to Florida or Michigan to Georgia. Somehow along the way he met up with somebody and ended up dead on the side of the interstate. So that just makes me think that somehow some way he was in a, a private vehicle and not on a bus. Apparently, since this case is unsolved, the police never found anybody who he traveled with either by car or on a public bus that knew anything about what happened to him. And getting back to the fact that he did not have any shoes on, could that have meant he was just relaxing? in the car and off in a car and took off his shoes you know because he's going on a long trip and sometimes you know people they take off their shoes if they're not driving you know make themselves comfortable or they fall asleep in the car did he take off his shoes so that he would be more comfortable while he was while he was riding in a vehicle on his way to Florida apparently police never found out who he was going to Florida with in a vehicle how he made it from Michigan to Georgia although like I said at one point he was on a bus in Michigan but where the bus went to I have not found any information on where he got off of the bus and by this case not being solved I assume police investigated that avenue and could not find anybody whom he might have met on the bus ride that did this to him. So what we have here is a very cold, cold case of a young 15-year-old boy who ran away from home, so I don't know if his life was really awful or he just decided to run away for fun one day and that his home life wasn't that bad, but you know how kids, teenagers can be, maybe he thought it was, and he ended up being murdered. So I don't know what his home life was like I have couldn't find any reports on that and I couldn't find any reports whatsoever of any suspects that the police have had on this case at any time so it's a very cold cold case from middle Georgia and so to my understanding the law enforcement in that county where he was found Dooley County Georgia worked on this case and so has the GBI and they have not been able to come up with what happened to him or who who murdered him so somehow this poor young man ended up in Dooley County Georgia in September of 1991 and there is absolutely no other information that I can give to help solve this case but If you happen to live in the middle Georgia area, the Dooley County, Georgia area in September of 1991, or if you lived in Michigan in 1991 and knew this boy and know anything of what might have happened to him, I encourage you to get in touch with authorities. If you live in any state in between Michigan and Georgia and saw anything that looked suspicious or you saw a maybe an adult person come and talk come in contact with a 15 year old boy or a boy who looked 15 years old wearing an MC Hammer t-shirt if you remember anything like that I encourage you to think about it and rack your brain to see if you have any information that might be helpful to law enforcement to solve this case It was the year 1991 and that was a long time ago, but me being close in age to him, I remember 1991 because I was a teenager too and I was a little bit older than him, but I remember 1991 because I don't remember everybody who I saw and everything I did, but maybe for some reason he could have stuck out in somebody's mind. And I am sure that maybe he has a friend in Michigan or a friend in Florida who he was going to see who might know more maybe than what they ever talked about to police at that time. You know, it's that old saying, somebody knows something. Well, obviously somebody knows something. At least one person, whoever murdered him, knows something. But there could have been more people involved or some people who knew they may not know who exactly murdered him but they know who he was riding with or what what group of people he was riding with or who he met up with now some things that make this case very hard it's obviously 1991 the internet social media wasn't like it is today and also unfortunately you know cell phones weren't in use in 1991 like they are today so there was you know, nothing for you know police couldn't track his cell phone or track text messages emails and phone calls from his cell phone so basically all law enforcement has is everything I've mentioned already they know that his body was found by a truck driver in September of 1991 and I am sure they did check out the truck driver usually whoever finds the body Is investigated at least a little bit to make sure they had nothing to do with it because sometimes there are people who report finding a body and they're the ones who murdered the person. But in In this case it was just a truck driver driving along the road who got off at an exit and he saw his body or what he thought was a pile of clothing and when he looked at it closer he realized it was a human body. So his body was found on the side of the interstate um, and he was strangled to death. So there's no gunshots or stabs, stabbings or anything, he was just strangled to death. So somebody took the time to strangle him to death and that takes a bit of time. So either the person who wanted to kill him didn't have a weapon or they chose that way to not leave any too much evidence. Or it's like a really personal murder possibly um, you know and I wonder did they murder him in a car in a vehicle of some type and then just like may pull over and throw him on the side of the road in the dark of night when nobody could see or maybe it was during the day but there wasn't a lot of traffic and so they pulled off of that ramp and tossed his body out of the vehicle whatever kind of vehicle it was and then they got back in and Lee left. Were they going to Florida? Did he meet up with somebody or know somebody who he rode was going to ride to to Florida and they went on to Florida where they lived or where they were they were going to go and hang out. It's very bizarre that the police don't apparently know have any idea of you know how he was going to get to Florida. So I'm a, a gun, going to assume that maybe he hitchhiked or took rides from people who weren't very trustworthy or somebody like I said maybe a predator saw him on the side of the road hitchhiking and decided to pick him up and try to maybe you know do something bad to him and he resisted and they ended up murdering him strangling him to death police have not said that his body showed any signs of sexual abuse but of course that doesn't necessarily mean that something was not attempted or that something was not done sexual to him so you know whether he was a possibly a victim of some type of sexual abuse by his killer or whether he just got in a fight with somebody and they murdered him, strangled him to death, I do not know. But I can only assume that whoever murdered him was an adult person, and I assume it was a male. Not that women can't strangle people, but I'm just thinking that his murderer was a male person and that it was probably an adult male, at least 18 years of age or older, but it possibly could have been another teenager around his age. So Shane Friday was murdered in 1991. He never got to grow up and graduate from high school and or college or get married or have children of his own or possibly even be a, a grandfather by this time maybe. His life was cut way too short. So one day he's a runaway and then very soon he's after that he's murdered. And apparently his family has no idea who or why and the police have no idea of who or why so this is a very cold case with not a lot to go on whatsoever just a young man who's not missing he's not missing he's deceased he was murdered police know he was murdered they have his body his family has his body but they have no answers as to who or why or what happened to him so it's a very old case but if you have any information on what possibly could have happened to Shane Friday in September of 1991 while he was running away from his home state of Michigan on his way to Florida if you have any idea what happened to this 15 year old boy please contact your local authorities or call the GBI the Georgia Bureau of Investigation and you can contact them at their Perry, Georgia office at 478-987-4545 that's 478-987-4545 and remember when his body was found he was wearing a MC Hammer t-shirt and jeans and no shoes and to me, his shoes not being found, did the killer throw them away at some other point down the road or at some other rest stop or restaurant they put them in the trash? Or did he loose his shoes some other way? You know, that's just a mystery why his shoes were not with his body. But then again, nothing else was with his body, no bag of clothes or, you know, I assume he ran away with a bag of something, with the clothes, personal belongings handheld video game or something like that so apparently none of what he possibly could have run away with was found around his body and no shoes were found. Just remember 1991 MC Hammer t-shirt if you noticed or remember anything vaguely about a young boy wearing an MC Hammer t-shirt maybe at a rest stop or a restaurant or you know just I know it's not a lot to go on at all but you know obviously somebody probably saw something but they didn't know they were seeing something because you know you, you see kids all the time you don't know if they're runaways or whatever and you don't know who they're talking to or who they're dealing with so very cold case but you know there's always hope and with new technology and new evidence maybe they will find some other evidence maybe they could one day exhume his body and get more evidence of DNA or something so if you have any information call the GBI at 478-987-4545 it's a very sad case today and there's not a lot of information to go on whatsoever but I wanted to do this case anyway because every person deserves to have their case known, whether they've been murdered or they're missing. Everybody, no matter how much evidence, how little evidence there is, they deserve to have their cases known and out there in the public, so at least people will be aware of them. You know, Shane Friday, he exists existed he lived a life his life was very short but he mattered like we all mattered all humans matter and all cold cases matter and all unsolved murders matter so I'm trying to bring some light to these very old cases even though there's just so little for me to talk about because there has been so little released I would like to think that maybe one day I don't know what happened to his body if it was cremated or not but if he was buried maybe you know law enforcement would take the time to exhume his body to see if there's any evidence because I have a feeling whoever murdered him could very well still be alive today it's 1991 but it's not that long you know especially if the person was around his age when they murdered him you know whoever murdered him or whoever, maybe there's more than one murderer you know somebody knows something so I hope that they can maybe find some more evidence or just get a confession maybe somebody will have a heart and come forward and say what happened to him and why they did it so today's case was Shane Friday a 15 year old boy he ran away didn't make it to his destination But I'm hoping that one day his case will be solved and his family, because I assume that he has family somewhere that loves him. I assume that he, you know, even though he ran away from home, that, you know, he did have family members that loved him, friends from Michigan, somebody somewhere. still is still wondering what happened to him and who who murdered him so i hope that his family if he has you know surviving family family left parents siblings cousins aunts uncles i hope that they will try to get his case out there in the public in michigan in georgia all across the united states get his case out there and get it known because publicity a lot of times is what helps solve these cases or is what make police look at the cases again and maybe you know look for new evidence because you know it takes time and money for law enforcement to work on these cold cases so they're not always working on cold cases especially ones like this that have so little to go on they want to work on cases that they think can be solved So this case needs some help. It needs a lot of help. So if you know anything at all, please contact your local authorities or the GBI. And get this case out there. Share this case. Make your own um, YouTube videos or podcasts about this case. Get in touch with law enforcement. Interview them to get more information maybe. But from what I understand, they all the information that I have stated is all the information they have but if you're somebody who works in law enforcement and maybe you have access to police records and stuff maybe you can get some more information from this case to get out there in the public because it's it was 1991 and it's 2020 now so if it hasn't been solved by now it's not going to hurt to get all the information that they have out there in my opinion so if there's any other information that police have I hope that they will release it okay so that's the case for today the case of Shane Friday and as always have a blessed day and thank you for tuning in to the Missing and Murdered in Georgia USA true crime podcast and I will be putting up a video of Shane Friday's picture on my YouTube channel my YouTube channel is the same name, The Missing and Murdered in Georgia, USA. That's the name of my YouTube channel. So you will be able to see a picture of what he looked like when he was 15 years old. However, that is the only picture I have. So it's just going to be a brief video of his picture. So if you'd like to see a picture of what he looked like, um, it will be up on my YouTube channel. Thank you and have a blessed day.